Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast, Positively Me. That name took me so long to come up with. Honestly, I don't know why it took me so long, but I am now really happy with it. I hope you guys love it too. But yeah, let's just get straight on into this. This whole first episode is basically just going to be about me. So I hope you don't mind that too much and we can just get to know each other a little bit or you can get to know me. (laughs) Well, hello there. I am Brooke Paintain. I am 18 years old. Let's just start from the beginning, why don't we? So, as a child, I was always very sporty. I ate whatever I wanted. Like, I literally remember I would genuinely eat, like, two chocolate muffins for breakfast and then a whole packet of Maryland cookies wrapped up in my blanket on the sofa watching TV before I'd go to school. Like, I was very high maintenance. I would, like, sit there and, like, I'd get my mum to make me, like, a coffee to dunk my cookies in. But I wouldn't drink the coffee. No, I just have it there just to dunk my cookies in because I don't like coffee, but I'd like my my cookies being soggy. So that's how it would work. I was in like every single sports team growing up in school. I was like in the hockey team, netball team, rounders. Um, I did athletics. I actually, I actually went to compete for high jump at county level. Um, I am a tall girly. I am like five foot eleven. Recently found out. I actually tell everybody that I'm five foot ten, not because I want to seem smaller than I am, but purely because that's genuinely how tall I was. Like every time I go to the doctors and I get measured, I am five foot nine point six eight. But I actually measured myself a couple of weeks ago, and I am now five foot ten point eight. So basically five foot eleven. But it really annoys me when people tell me oh no, no way, you're 5'11", like you're definitely taller than that. And funnily enough, it's always men that tell me that. It's always men that are like, say they're six foot and because I say that I'm 5'11", and they're smaller than me, I'm like, babe, no, I'm not the one that's lying. You're the one that's 5'8", and is too insecure to like say that. So let's just not even go there about my height. And then they try and embarrass me and try and make it I'm some like giant. And like, yeah, I am a giant, but like, at least I'm honest, you know? I don't try and say like, oh yeah, I'm only 5'8", when actually I'm 5'11". Like, oh my God. Anyway, I went off on a little bit of a rant there, but that's the current situation. As a child, I always wanted to be really tall though, because I was absolutely obsessed with Taylor Swift. Like, 
oh my god, I adored her. And don't get me wrong, I still think she's a, the most amazing woman. But I am not an absolute diehard like I used to be when I was a little girl. I had an Instagram account. Actually, I think it's still on there. It's called T Swifty nineteen ninety eight. I think. Um, and I had, yeah, I had an Instagram account. I went to go and see her in concert. When I found out that I got tickets to go see her, I literally started bawling my eyes out crying because I was that freaking excited. Like, yeah, and that's why I wanted to be tall. I wanted to be tall because she's tall. And I thought, if Taylor Swift's tall, then I've got to be tall too. And I really feel like I manifested my tallness, which I'm now not very happy about because I don't want to be tall. But yeah, it's not really that big of a deal, is it, to be honest. But I probably manifested that growing up because now look at me. My parents married when I was two years old, so I think that's what they call a bitch. <laughs> I am a bitch. I like to think I'm not a bitch, but I think, technically speaking, I am a bitch. Is that what they call them? I don't know, like kids that are born before your parents are married. And apparently I was like the most diverse child. Actually, apparently, no, I wasn't. Apparently I would just eat and sleep and that's all I do. Like I'd sleep, wake up for food and then go straight back to sleep. So like, if my kid's gonna be like that, then I'm not complaining. But apparently at my mum and dad's wedding, I was just being like the biggest diva ever. And I don't know what got into me that day. Like I was just, I just never wanted anyone to brush my hair because I don't know about you guys, but oh my God, when someone else brushes your hair, it absolutely bloody hurts. Like why is it so painful when someone else brushes your hair? So yeah, I didn't let my parents brush my hair on their wedding day. So I looked like an absolute menace to society in all of the photos. Um, and because I was crying because I have separation anxiety, actual mental illness since the day I was born, my mum actually had to hold me in her arms while she was doing her vows. But like, I think that's kind of iconic for me. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, so yeah, back to the sporty things. I was in all the sports teams. I also did cross country and I did that at, did I do it at county? I think I did it at district level. And I was always one of those like neeks. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I was the teacher's pet as, a, as like a young girl. I used to like, want all the teachers to absolutely love me i don't know why or what i was gaining from that but i just wanted to be like so loved and like everybody thought i was the best at everything like i am a perfectionist and i am a people pleaser and that is probably where it all comes from i was wanting to be like the best at sports so all the pe teachers thought i was like the most amazing person in the world i wanted to be like the captains of all the teams i wanted to be like a prefect like you know that's the kind of vibe right as a as a young girl so i used to do cross country and to be fair i used to actually really enjoy it but i do think the reason i really enjoyed it is because i was genuinely just really good at it and then i started doing it at district level and oh my god is cross country the most difficult thing in the whole entire world like long distance runners oh my god round of applause for you because i literally have no idea how you do that i literally don't run i do not run I ran once about a month ago on the treadmill for 10, no, eight minutes. And that is all I've done in literally like two years. But then again, I do have the most humongous boobies in the whole entire world. So that does hold me back if I'm honest. Round of applause for all the long distance runners. I remember I did this one last run that was like the most horrific route. And I said to my dad, like, once I've done this, can I never do it again, please? And he was like, yeah, go and absolutely smash this run. And after this, you never have to do it again. And I was like, oh my God, thank the Lord. Although that did really upset me because I was like, that is like, you know, something that you're really good at. It makes you feel good about yourself, doesn't it? 
like when you're really good at something and you can see that you're putting in loads of hard work but it was like really really tiring and like like the amount of adrenaline and nerves you'd get going to a race would be like the scariest thing ever and like I just am not built for that yeah and at the end of that race that I did for my dad I actually passed out at the end of it I was literally I literally used every single ounce of energy I had in my body to like get the race over and done with as fast as possible because I was like if I'm gonna end it here I need to end it on a banger do you know what I mean so that's exactly what I did and I passed out in the middle of like the finish lines and if you do cross country you know that you're going to like a filter so it's like single file yeah so everyone just basically had to like trample all over me but I was done so I don't care I also did horse riding as a child and I I started when I was about four and I actually stopped horse riding when I was I think I was about 14. So I rode for literally 10 years. And oh my God, was I like the luckiest person to be able to do that? Because honestly, to be able to horse ride is like such a privilege. And I understand that. I completely understand that. And so many people would like do anything for the experience that I had. I think I just got to the age, like I was 14. I wanted to like start having boyfriends. I wanted to like go and hang out in my town and like sit in McDonald's all day and like, you know, that sort of vibe. Go to house parties and start drinking and like doing that sort of thing because when you're, I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this know that 14 in England is like a normal age to start drinking. Not that I'm saying that that should be okay, but that's just how it is. I had such an amazing time riding. I got to the point where I was kind of being quite competitive. Like I'd be at competitions at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. I was working my way up to the higher levels. I did like dressage, show jumping, cross country. I do hunter trials, one day events. I'd go hunting. I'd go hunting, but the mock hunt. So it wouldn't actually be after any like foxes or anything. It would just be like what you do on a hunt, but not actually for an animal. Do you know what I mean? Just for like the fun of it. So that was so great. Do you know what it is? Because I was getting up to a more competitive level. It kind of put me off because it wasn't a hobby anymore. It felt like I had this pressure. And I feel like as soon as I feel this pressure, I'm sort of like, oh no, I can't do it. And I feel like that's similar to the cross country. When I, like, saying this out loud, it kind of makes me feel like that maybe was the same thing that happened to the cross country. Like, because I start getting good and start going up the levels, like, I feel this, like, pressure that, like, oh, I'm now against all these really good people. Now I'm the worst, which actually, like, is so ridiculous. But the pressure that I mean for the horse riding was more about the fact that, like, there was no way that you couldn't just, like, oh, I can't be asked to ride today, so I'm not going to ride. Like, I had to ride, like, every single day. And there's so much more than just riding, like, tacking up, mucking out, feeding them, poo-picking, like, literally everything. Honestly, the list goes on for hours and hours when it comes to, like, owning horses. And so when I was little, it would be like, oh, yeah, let's go on a little hack. Let's ride in a few days, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But when you have, like, good, decent horses and you're competing at a high level, to keep up that progress that you've made, you have to maintain how much you're riding. And if you just, like, choose not to ride for, like, a couple of weeks, that actually does have, like, a big effect on all the progress that you've made because it is so much harder than you might think like it's so difficult but I've had such an amazing childhood with the horses and I'm so lucky that I was able to experience that and I went to like pony club and I went to pony club camp which was literally like the highlight of my year so pony club camp would be like where all the people in pony club obviously would go um and they'd all camp together in this huge tent and the horses would be in these like um temporary stables 
and you'd be there for like four or five days and you'd ride and you'd learn about horses and you'd muck out and you'd like all have teams so you get marked on the best on like the best team and it and like it was just like the funniest thing ever and you'd just be like with your friends like every single day and you'd clean your tack every day and it would just be so much fun and you'd play games it was just amazing it was so good I had so much fun okay I don't want to talk too much about everything because I feel like I am gonna bore everybody like nobody cares about me when I was like four years old do you know what I mean like this is me now that is me then but I just thought I need to give you guys like a little insight into my whole life because if I ever bring something up and you're like what what is she talking about the crazy stupid bitch and I'd be like well no you know sweetheart you know when I was younger I actually played guitar and I had singing lessons so I started playing guitar when I was about maybe I was like five and then I think I stopped when I was like 15 like honestly I played for so long and I didn't really get to like a really good level considering I played for 10 years but I was decent at it and I started by having lessons at school but then they started just doing like all these like really bad songs and I was like really not interested. You know, I wanted to be like a cool guitar player and play like Ed Sheeran and Wonderwall and things like that instead. So then I started having a guitar teacher that would actually come to my house weekly. But I think by that point, again, because I'd done it for so long, I just sort of got over it. Like these are all so many things that I think, because I started from such a young age, I'd done it for so long that it just wasn't fun anymore. It just started feeling like a chore and like horse riding, guitar and playing sport, things like that were all hobbies to begin with. And then they just slowly became into like this chore that just all of a sudden became boring. You can't blame the girl, you know, you can't blame the girl. Something else about me is I went to a private school for my whole life. I went to a public nursery and then I moved to a private school near me from the age of five until I was 15. Now you may think, Brooke, how do you leave school when you're 15? That is illegal. I think it's illegal. I might be wrong, I don't know. But I actually did because the year that I was in GCSE year, which is year 11, um, was the year of COVID and the pandemic and everything. I said that so casually, like that was literally nothing, but it was a really big freaking deal. And I'm so sorry to anybody that, has lost anybody with that or knows anybody that has lost somebody with that or is still struggling with that yeah so I actually live with my granddad at home and I was very very conscious I think when it first came out I don't know about you but I literally went to the I went to the school toilets and I was like oh my god anybody that gets this is gonna die I was like certain I was like what is this disease this is like gonna be like the plague like I literally thought it was like that and I was like oh my god I can't bring this home to my granddad oh my god so I just thought I'm not gonna go to school anymore I'm gonna make the executive decision I'm not going to school anymore and that's what I did so it was actually really sad to me because I've been at that school for like so many years and I literally left with about I think there was five weeks remaining and on the last week you know everyone does like the end of school thing takes all their end of school photos and I like was just not in any of them and I was like when they look back when they're like 40 and look back at those photos of school and like go through everybody is with their kids or whatever they're just not even going to remember who I am and I was such a big part of that school but 
Fuck it. I mean, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Mm, my mouth is getting so dry. I need some water while I'm doing these podcasts. Yeah, I did like the school. I had a really good experience there. But in about year 10 and year 11, I started really struggling with my mental health. And it just really wasn't the vibe, if I'm honest. I started hating school. I just really, really went off it. I was like certain from such a young age, I'm going to go and do my A-levels. And then I'm going to go to uni. I'm going to become a, a like a fucking barrister. Very do-do-do. like Very much what the system makes you feel like you should be doing, you know? That was always exactly what I was going to do. But um, when I was in year... 10 I think I was I started actually doing like people's makeups and I'd have them come over to my house I had a whole makeup room in my house purely for me because I did it for ages I did it for like two years I'd say and I'd do people's makeup makeups for money and it was braille like it was actually so much fun and I've always been like such a little entrepreneur like I remember in like year five when slime was a thing I was like making that slime at home going back to school the day after and selling it and it actually got banned because people found out that I was selling the slime but do you know what? I was making my dollar dollar bills, so couldn't care less. But yeah, always been a little entrepreneur me. I did my makeup, I did my slime, and then I actually did a course on false eyelashes and I got a lash bed. And I started doing people's eyelashes as well, but oh my god, is that the trickiest thing ever? Like, people that are lash techs, I command you, you must have agonising back pain. And you also must have the patient of a saint because the patient the patience of a saint because it was just so difficult especially if you've got shaky hands it's very difficult so yeah i did that for a couple of years and then i got bored of makeup <laughs> bloody hell there's a running thing in this isn't there what's it called a running running anomaly no it's not an anom- the opposite to an anomaly i don't know it's just very reoccurring isn't it that i do things for a while and then i get bored but that's just me that's just me that's me all over one thing i didn't get bored of though is social media never got bored of that I just know I am destined to be a social media sensation. I just know it. I know it. It's just me in and out. I have done social media since I have genuinely been seven years old and I am now 18 years old. And I am still more motivated than ever. Like, honestly, it's just my thing. I don't know what it is. I can just be me. And I think that's what's the most beautiful thing about it. I can purely just be me and I can inspire and I can help and I can entertain and I can I can distract people from like the issues that's going on, help them feel better about it. I just think social media is such a magical place and I think it can be such a horrible place, but used in the right way can be the most beautiful thing. It can be the most beautiful thing. No, what is it? I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's calm. It's calm. Um, anyway, so yeah, I started on YouTube when I was like seven. I think I still have a couple of videos up, but but I think when I got to like 14 years old, I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassing. Like, oh my God, I need to delete those. I need to get onto all those accounts and delete all those videos. But like, babe, I was literally just being a seven-year-old, like relax, sweetheart. But yeah, me and my friend used to like do fun videos together. Um, I used to make videos like how to plait your hair, how to do symmetry, me singing a cover of Taylor Swift remember my sister actually filmed me filmed me doing one of those videos before of me singing a Taylor Swift song and she was like she just sat on her phone the whole time recording me and I was so upset and I was like I literally want to be Taylor Swift when I'm older and she doesn't even care but whatever I used to do like makeup fails that's the one that's still up I think and so many people hated on me like saying like my brother ran from the screen and people like calling me like very nasty words but very funny at the same time 
Um, and I think it's so good to look back on and just be like, oh my God, I'm literally the same person just 11 years later. Yeah, and then I went on, I had horse riding accounts, I had singing accounts, I had Taylor Swift accounts, I had a makeup account, I had my own account, I've had private accounts, like where you like spam with your friends. So honestly, honestly, like Instagram sponsor me because I've had so many accounts, you know? Yeah, social media is my absolute passion. Like I just... Do you know what? I'm not even going to carry on talking about that. I'm not even going to carry on talking about that. We can talk about that another time. I am a gym girly. That is me through and through. I'm a gym girly. I love the gym. I love the gym and I have loved the gym probably for about two years now. Just going to quickly talk about my mental health really quickly. So I struggle with an eating disorder. I have OCD. I have depression, anxiety. I have a nice little mix of everything in there, to be honest. <laughs> Um, and I peaked in my ED in about 2020 and I made a huge change and decided this is it now, I'm going to recover, I need to get this illness out of my life and so that's what I did and the reason I say I still have an eating disorder now is just because I am still recovering. So yeah, I'm in recovery of my eating disorder but I still have an eating disorder. I definitely do not have it to the lengths that I had it a couple of years ago. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Because, oh my God, that was just absolutely awful then. But I still have my struggles, so I still validate that and I still, you know respect that I do have an eating disorder and I need to still give myself that time even though it may be two years later I still have my struggles and yeah so anyway back to the topic the gym it's a little bit of a like a tricky one isn't it because going to the gym you want to go for the right reasons I mean you know a lot of people will go to the gym because they want to be looking like Kendall Jenner and they want to be like a little skinny queen I don't even want to give my opinions on any of that I don't want to give my opinions. I don't like talking about it. I don't even like thinking about it. I just want to go to the gym for the right reasons. And the right reasons for me is so that I can move my body because that's what my body is made to do. Because I want to release the endorphins that you get when you work out. Because I I want to exercise so my heart health is good. I want to work out so that I am more agile. So when I'm older, you know... I'm not like a stiff board. Like, you know how so many people literally can't do anything when they're like 16? You're like, oh my God, that's really embarrassing. (laughs) I'm joking. You're not like, well, I'm not like that. But yeah, I'm like, I just want to be like as agile as possible. I want to be fit. I want to be able to like do daily tasks. Like I want to be able to like walk up the stairs a few times and not get out of breath. I want to be able to like change my bed sheets and like feel absolutely fine afterwards. You know, I just want to like feel really healthy and really good. And going to the gym hopefully will help me with that. So going on the treadmill a few times a week, 
just on an incline walk, going on a cycle for 15 minutes, doing some ab workouts, squatting, doing arm workouts, like anything and everything. It's just good to work out your muscles because it's really good for you. And do your cardio. Do your cardio, girly. You don't have to be you don't have to be doing your cardio thinking about, oh, I'm gonna lose so many calories. Just work out to feel freaking good and be proud of yourself that you've got yourself up and you've done something today. If you don't do anything else, at least you can be like, okay, well, I walked on an incline for 10 minutes today. Like, go you, you know? So yeah, I've definitely had my ups and downs with the gym. I went to the gym to begin with, definitely to change my body because once I had recovered, once once I'd been in recovery for a while for my eating disorder, I had gained about four stone and I was like, oh my God, this is so scary. Let's just become a gym girl and change my body in other ways. But to everybody else, I was like, no, I'm going to the gym to feel good. And I was like, definitely in denial. I was in denial, it's official, I was in denial. I can admit that and say that I can like, hand on heart say like, the reason I go for the gym is to feel good and be kind to myself. And anyway, yeah, so I used to go definitely for the the wrong reasons. And then I actually got in a car crash last year in August, which was absolutely terrifying. I can do a whole separate episode on that because I don't want to go too much into everything. But anyway, that put me out of the gym for a very long time. And then when I got back to it, I'd lost a whole lot of strength. And that was very demotivating. So I kind of lost my mojo a little bit. I didn't go for about... So I didn't go after the crash for about four months. um, And then I'd probably go like once a month or maybe twice a month for about four months. And then now I'm just like an avid gym girly again. I love it. I love it. I think it really helps give you some routine, makes you feel productive, makes you feel happy. I don't know. I just like it. feels good, you know? Um, But I do have a really bad hip from that because I have... I broke my pelvis in the car crash and it's a year and nearly five months after now. And I am still in agony. Actually, at the minute, I am in the most pain I've been with my hip since my hip was like not been broken, if you know what I mean. Since my hip has been repaired, this is the most pain I've been in for a very long time and I cannot put my finger on why because nothing has changed. Nothing has changed and that's really difficult for me to understand why it's like this and also very demotivating. I went to the gym last week and did a leg day and it was just in so much pain that I just had to stop. I was like, okay, Brooke, I know you really want to work out and there's all these positives from it, but it's not worth being in pain. So every time I go now, I just have to do like boring things. I have to like work out my upper body or just like go on a cycle, which is completely fine to do. But for me, for my mental health, I want to get a big bunda. I'm joking. That really isn't what I mean at all. But um, yeah, I just want to be at, basically for my mental health, I just want to be able to work out exactly how I want to work out. I want to be able to move every single part of my body and not feel like, oh, I have to adapt and do this. Oh, that's kind of hurting. Should I be doing this? Do I need to lower the weight? I just want to go ham and be like a strong beast in the gym, you know? Everybody has their own thing. It's not my fault. Yeah, I can't help it. Just got to do what's right for me and stay active as much as I can and go with the flow. (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. Okay, I feel like I need to hurry up because I've still got a fair few things to talk about. Here's a nice little interesting fact about me. I was scared to sleep on my own until I was 13. Yep, you may think, Brooke, that's very embarrassing. But do you know what? I'm not afraid to admit it. I was scared of Chucky growing up. When I was like 
a little girly. We actually watched Chucky and I used to love it. I used to watch it every single night and I was like, oh my God, this is my fucking jam. I love Chucky. I don't know why I'd love Chucky. Like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And then it just stopped being on Sky all the time, like, for like two years. And then two years later, I saw that it was on Sky and I was like, oh my God, I used to fucking love Chucky. Let's put it on. And then I watched it and ever since, I was then absolutely terrified like absolutely terrified and that was a huge huge anxiety thing for me like huge it would like give me severe panic attacks about going to sleep I just couldn't do it I absolutely couldn't do it there would be no way I like severe panic attacks from that um so that was really fun really enjoyed that time in my life and you know what the strangest thing about it is my brain is so simple that thing that made me then not have to sleep with someone is I started talking to this boy and you know we were messaging messaging blah blah blah. then we start facetiming and I was like well I can't stay up until 3am messaging and facetiming this guy if my mum's in my bed with me like oh my god that's so embarrassing so I was like mum I'm actually fine and then by the time we'd go to sleep I think like he'd stay on facetime with me as I'd fall asleep um or something like that not that he'd know I was scared of Chucky because that would be too embarrassing to say but yeah, he just turned the FaceTime to me and then I think like I just got into boys and talking to boys and I was like, oh, actually, I'm actually okay going to sleep on my own and I don't actually need anyone with me. And then I just became a little teenager that just started going out really late. I went through my Chav era. I mean, is that normal? I don't know. Do people go through Chav eras or not really? You know, the big eyebrows, the really freaking long acrylics, the going out to your little town every single day and just staying out and, like, sitting in a park and sitting in McDonald's and putting on a really bad, like, chavy accent because I did. I used to love that shit. That was, like, me every day. Just me sat in McDonald's having fun, having the time of my life with other chavy friends. That was so fun. So, yeah, anyway... I live with my mum, my dad, my granddad, and then my nan. But my nan actually lives in, like, a little bit of, like, an annex. So there's, like, it was, like, it's the garage converted, basically. But it's a lovely place. I don't think my nan lives in the garage, because bloody hell. But she lives in a really lovely place, and it's being converted into this really perfect little home for her. She has two little doggies, bees on freeze crossed with Maltese, and they are gorgeous little boys. Me and my family have a little Jack Russell, but she looks like a Dachshund. Everyone thinks something went wrong, and she is a Dachshund, but she's not. She is a Jack Russell, so don't get it twisted. I have a half-brother and a half-sister. My half-sister is 24, going on 25 next month. Big up half the 50, you know? Um, And my brother is 29, just turned 29 on New Year's Eve, actually. Very cool birthday, if I do say so myself. My sister moved out when she was 19 with her boyfriend and they've now just moved into like their first official home that they've renovated over the last year and it's the most gorgeous place. Like what they've done with that is absolutely insane. Like it used to be like this old like granddad sort of house. Now it's like this bougie, like trendy, gorgeous home. They've smashed it and they did most of it on their own which is even more incredible. My brother moved out when he was very young as well because their dad actually lived abroad for most of the most of the year so my brother would basically just live in his place so that was kind of epic he just like have loads of house parties when he was like 19 i was like yeah that's kind of cool so yeah that's my family 
Mm, got a pretty cool family. My granddad does social media. He actually has nearly six million followers on TikTok. So that's a nice little fun fact for y'all. If you don't know who my granddad is, go check him out. Granddad Joe 1933 on TikTok and Instagram. Here's a little fun, random, weird fact about me. When I was 14, I had a 17-year-old boyfriend, which is actually very disturbing and not okay. So if you're 14 and someone that's 17 is trying to get with you, please understand that it's for a reason because they cannot get someone their own age and that should say a lot. It's very inappropriate. Someone that's 17 and someone that's 14 are just very different ages. Like me thinking of getting with someone that's 15 is utterly disturbing. That is a child, an absolute fetus, a baby in the womb. It's not cool. It's actually very wrong. Okay, and I had very, 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 very bad experience with him he was a delusional mess i'm hoping he doesn't listen to this i'm sure he doesn't i'm actually certain he doesn't he's very manipulative sociopath yeah just not the vibe to be honest if i'm putting it gently so yeah um i've got a boyfriend now though absolute absolute worldy he is amazing we met each other few we met each other through mutual friends. We were best friends for a year and a half. When I got into the car crash, he then came over to mine like every day to look after me and make sure I was okay and care for me. And something just switched and I was like, oh my God, he cares about me so much, he is adorable. And then I just missed him so much then when I wasn't with him and I just wanted to spend every single second of every single day with him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in love. So now look at us, we're a year down the line. We got together on December 21st, 2021, which is really cool numbers, I think. And he asked me out at Winter Wonderland in London on the ice skating rink. Could it get any better? No. No, it couldn't. So yeah, there you go. I've had many best friends. Many, many best friends. Honestly, like, I, I feel like I had, like, one a year. I've always had my absolute staple BFF, who, if you're listening, hey, girly, is Macy. We don't see each other as much anymore. But from the day I went to reception at school she was there and she was like hey want to be friends and we were just friends and then we were best friends literally all throughout primary and secondary school and since I've left school I sort of went off the face of the planet earth what is it went off the face of the earth for a bit and I just sort of like ghosted not even on purpose because I was so mentally ill that I was not stable enough to even message people without being utterly depressed and so I just lost a lot of friendships you know but not in a way that like they're not I can't get them back it was just I lost contact with a lot of old school friends and I'm now back in contact with them. Not as much as I'd like to talk to everybody just because I am rubbish on my phone. Like I wish there was just like set dates, like someone could just be like, okay, you're meeting this person today at 2pm and you're doing this. And I'd be like, sound, that's so much fun. I'd love to see them. But actually messaging and like finding out about their lives and asking how their day went to me is like absolutely terrifying. Not terrifying, but like it just seems so, I don't know, like it seems so pointless in a way. Like, why can't we just meet up and talk about it, you know? Like, I want to talk to you face-to-face. I want to, like, go on a date and have fun. I just feel like messaging is, like, I can't ever get out my real emotions and the real me and my personality through message. And I can't... I never feel like I can fully explain what I mean on the phone. I don't know. I feel like it's just different face-to-face. You can sort of, like, talk over each other and, like, bump in and, like... I don't know, it's just more natural in real life, you know? That That is that. I want to travel. I want to travel. That's what I've written down. I want to travel. I do. I want to travel. I want to go to Australia, Bali, 
Miami. I want to do a ski season. I want to literally see this earth because I'm so freaking young and I have no excuses. I need to make the most of this world. Like, why wouldn't I? It is a little bit difficult because, I, like I said, I have separation anxiety. It's a thing. And my boyfriend is at university at Liverpool. If he was able to, I would be like, let's go to freaking Australia right now. And let's go travel. Let's go to Bali. Let's do this. But because he has university, we can't. Don't get me wrong. That doesn't stop me from doing it. But as well, I just know that I would be a lonely mess without him, which is kind of sad. Like, I kind of wish that I was more independent in that sense. I definitely do rely on other people, which is probably something I do need to work on. Um, and I do think it'd probably be a good thing for me to maybe solo travel anyway. Just knowing he's at home and I'm out and about doing things in a country, I'm like, mm, you know. If I went with, like, some girls or something, that would still be real. Like, I'd love that. But I think the idea of just being, like, alone when I could be with my boyfriend is just a little bit sad to me, you know. But I literally need to, like, it. it is, like, destined for me to go travelling and experience the world and experience different cultures and meet new people and try new things i don't know about you guys but i get very bored doing the same thing as you can probably tell from this chat actually but yeah living in my house doing the same thing every day gets very monotonous 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 yeah i lived in the same house since i was pretty well since i was two till i was 17 was i 17 or 18 17 or 17 obviously idiot so that was a very long time sometimes you don't remember living in a house before i was two because if you do then you are a superhuman but yeah i lived in the same house my whole life um and i now live in a new house which is kind of crazy but don't get me wrong i love being at home with my family and everything but it's just not the same like you don't have the independence that you want like, right now, I've literally had to come into, like, a corner of the house because I'm too scared that people can hear me doing this podcast. Don't get me wrong, I'm completely okay with my family listening to my podcast, but I also don't want to be talking at the top of my voice while people can hear me. I'd love to have my own place. I want to move out young. I want to move out really soon. I just want to, like, be independent. I want to, like, have that era. I want to go travelling. Like, I want to just, like, change up my life. I don't want to just do work and go to the gym every day. It's so boring. And I'm so lucky to be able to do that. I know that. But I cannot help that my personality and me as a person is just that I get bored. And I want to, like, change it up and, like, make it fun, make that exciting. Because I really do think that my mental health would just be, like, so much better if I did that. Like, I'm genuinely being serious. I genuinely feel like that. And I know that you can't just, like, rely on bloody going abroad for a couple of weeks to just, like, make you happy. But, like, genuinely, I feel like that's what would happen. I just feel like that's my brain. I'm, I've got a simple little brain. God, this is probably so boring for you guys now. Yeah, I want to just become the absolute best version of myself. Get to the lifestyle that I have always dreamt of, that I aspire to have, become the person that I aspire to be, and I'm definitely on that journey. I'm not all for believing in New Year, New Me, but I definitely have got this little bit of motivation since the New Year has started, and I'm just trying to ride that motivation now. I'm just trying to, like make the most of it and not motivation in terms of like working but motivation on like working on myself like reading self-help books learning spanish which literally has been a goal of mine for like two years that i just do for a couple of days and then stop i'm just trying to really ride this motivation and make the most of it like drink two liters of water every day but anyway we can do a whole another podcast on new year's resolutions next week if you want babes but yeah that is so many fun and exciting things 
that you guys could learn about me. So if you want to, let me know. Let me know things you're interested in. Absolutely anything we can talk about. I am so open. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, that we're basically friends. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if you're listening to this, it's because you might like me on Instagram or something. And I'm like, that's totally cool. Let's be friends. Like, let's chill out and let's hang out. And you ask me questions on Instagram, I'll answer on the potty, you know? Let's do it. Fuck it. I think I'm going to leave it there, girlies. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the podcast. If you've enjoyed it, well, let me know. Send me what you thought of the podcast on Instagram or comment on TikTok or on a YouTube video or something. I literally love you guys so much. I am so motivated. I'm going to make my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube the most safest place ever. I just want you guys to feel happy and comfortable and you know just having fun when you're watching me and listening to me and that's all that I could ever ask for I love you guys more than you will ever ever understand and I appreciate you so so much you are so freaking strong and beautiful and gorgeous on the inside and out and I genuinely believe that you deserve everything good in this world you manifest that shit for yourself and I will see you in my next podcast girlies I love you all have the best week Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.